Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delicious page of Talmud a day. And I say delicious because on our page today, Eruvin 30, the rabbis are discussing an important question. If a person vows not to eat from a loaf of bread, say, he may still establish an Eruv with it. And even if, for example, there are certain foodstuffs that some people are not allowed to eat or they don't like to eat or for whatever reason they have vowed not to eat, these foodstuffs are still viable in order to establish an Eruv with. Which basically, if you think about this, is the world's first expression of one of the most profound truths, the principle of don't yuck my yum. And to discuss this important principle, I have the pleasure of talking to one of my favorite chefs of all time, the great Anata Damoni. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. So listen, I've been enjoying your restaurants from very early on. I think I was in Balbusta like the week after it opened or something like this. So everything you make is in very deeply in my yum category. But I do believe that as a chef, frequently you would be um, you'd be confronted with diners who look at some of the food and say, eh, I don't really like that. Is that the case? Sadly, yeah. And surprisingly, <laughs> yes. Sometimes it's happened. So what do you do? What do you do when someone is not even willing to try something, not willing to listen to the wisdom of the rabbis from today's Talmud page, that even though you may not like a certain food stuff, it still has this great purpose in our collective culinary universe? So the rules that I have with my kids, not with my customers, is that you have to try everything. You don't have to eat it. I will never force you to eat something you don't like, but you don't know if you like just by look. So you have to try it. With my customer, it's a little bit trickier. And there is certain things that I grab, like a lot of organs, that it's very hard to convince them to eat here. So I'm trying slowly to introduce that in different ways. Sneak it inside in a very elegant way. So I th just by listening to you, I think you and I are, are sort of on the same camp here. I have very, very little tolerance for people who say things like, well, I like what I like and I just don't like that. You know, matters of taste, you can't argue. My philosophy is like, no, you really have to be open to everything, particularly when it, when it comes to food. Do you agree with that or is that terribly snobbish? I, I have one thing I can eat. I can eat almost everything. There is one ingredient I'm never going to put in my kitchen. It's truffle oil. And you can never convince me different. And I can tell you that I still try it, even though it's so hard <laughs> for me to swallow. Like sometimes I will go to a nice chef that I trust and I'm like, you know what? I need to try that. Like everybody talk about that dish. I will try because I want to change my mind about that. But, you know, I can't stand that. But there is certain things that, that one thing that I really like and I think that when we opened Balabusta like 11 years ago, so many people came to me about my cauliflower and said, oh, my God, I never thought I'm going to like cauliflower like that. I used <laughs> to hate it. Cauliflower and eggplant is two things that American cauliflower, they grow up with boiling cauliflower in water and salt. And of course, it's not very tempting and delicious. It's it's bland and pale. And so there is ways to treat vegetable and and and. Other things, you know, very interesting. So I have that a lot. And that's 
one of my goal is to show them that there is different ways to do things that you convince yourself that you don't like. In other words, is to show them the wisdom of the rabbis that a food that you think you may not like still has the ability to transcend yeah. uh, like the cauliflower when you roast it with some olive oil in the oven and some salt and it's just the best thing in the world. Yeah. So other than the cauliflower and the eggplant, is there is there another story you could share of, of a culinary conversion of a customer who came to you and said, you know what? I never in my life thought I would like X, but I, I ate the thing you just served me and it was amazing. Oh, I had a girlfriend back in the days, like maybe 20 years ago, that never, until she was like around the 30s, never eat tomatoes. It's weird, no? <laughs> tomatoes. She didn't like tomatoes. Oh and God. I think I made August Spatcher, it was a while ago, and she was, she didn't know. It was strawberry and tomatoes, and I think she went crazy, and she started eating tomatoes slowly, and she introduced her to her life. So that was like a huge establishment for me, because tomato is, it's really centric in any way, in, in Israeli cooking, definitely. But there's a lot of time. There is a lot of time that people come, like I used to do sweet bread and, you know, I try gizzard and it's never work. And uh, of course, liver, it's a hard sell unless you Ashkenazi Jew that grew up on chopped liver. So it's <laughs> it's like this is the small things that I always really enjoy that people come and I kind of convince them and I, I guarantee, you know, I'm like, OK, you're not going to pay if you don't like it. And they always finish it. Because there is way to treat different a little bit, you know, and people also change. You maybe had bad experience, you know, falafel, it was a great example. Because the falafel before, I think before Taim came, the falafel accessibility in New York was hard. It wasn't many and not great. So people didn't like falafel much before. So that was a nice, nice to discover. And that, I am so grateful to you, not just for enjoying your cooking for so long, but for reminding us of the truth, the hidden lives of vegetables. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Of course, of course. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes, Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone, or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.